This the remix. At what point in the week did did these guys know at the beginning of the week that this was the plan all week long, or like how did it work out with reps at practice? We went through the week. So they were aware of the situation that they were going to split reps? We went through the week of practice. Mac wasn't active last week. Do you want to go? Or? Oh, you can go. I don't want to. Okay. Was there any consideration toward putting Mac Jones back into the game as the game went on, or was the decision to stick with Bailey after the third series sort of set no, in stone? No, he would have gone back in. The score got out of hand. So I didn't think that was the right thing to do. You know, he kept squirting through there. and. Do you see a situation where you might go one quarterback one week and one the next and have kind of a platoon situation, or are you going to start one quarterback each week? No, I don't see that. You sense any give up in the locker room? Hell no. What kind of questions that, Phil? I just crushed my dreams. Boom. Sadness. That's the one. Here we are. Made that break, didn't we? Yes. On top of that. Hard out. Counted you down. It was a hard out. Love it. Uh, Back in 901. You guys We're are right gaslighting me into memories that I don't have, though, which is unfortunate, but it's okay. We can still be friends. VGK tickets coming up at 9.15. Jared is not happy with me at all. We have no idea how we're going to do this, but uh, it'll be fun. We have phones from the 1950s, and we're going to try <laughs> to use them, and uh, he will swear at me, and uh, after we're the show, uh, fire me, uh, because we, again, have no clue what we're going to do. But you you can win VGK tickets at the 9.15, so stay with us against the Jets on the uh, 30th, which I believe is Sunday. All right. Uh, Jared sent over a bunch of topics, which I love. Uh, yesterday, this is going to be all football. Um this is his segment. We're going to go. Are we going rapid fire here? I'm going to read the topic that I have, and then you guys are going to respond to it. All right? Excellent. The Panthers are one game out of leading their division. Man, Tampa Bay, Atlanta 3-4, <laughs> and four, Carolina 2-5, and five, the Saints 2-5. and five. What a terrible division. <laughs> they traded everyone. They're tra- taking a page out of the NHL's book where you fire your coach, then you instantly get better and catapult into the playoffs. Yeah. They're the St. Louis Blues of the NFL this year. And they trade C-Mac, too. Exactly. Like, Baker Mayfield effect. <laughs> Guy's a leader. They got rid of, they got, they benched their their quarterback that they went and got. They didn't go to the other quarterback that they went and got. <laughs> they got rid of their leading running back, and they got rid of their wide receiver that they paid all and that money to. Out. And they're like, we're still, good. we could win this we're thing. Well, you could probably win the division. I can't believe that Tampa Bay got beat by them the other day. In three points, and right? Like, Didn't they score three points? Yep. No, they, yeah, they got beat bad. I then you then you're asking for autographs afterwards I, by I, the guy who dropped it. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, you're not the guy. They shouldn't hand him things right now. There's butterfingers right there. <laughs> that would that would have been <laughs> funny the if the video the video oh, was him man. dropping the pen. If he dropped the pen while he's trying to sign, which by the way, I'm with Charles in this. There's no chance I believe that. No, no, that's just them covering what? up. What the NFL is going to be honest about something today? We've Come now on. seen. We've never seen officials. I've never seen an official hand anyone anything. They're supposed to go to the dressing room no. and not be seen no. or heard. And right. they're handing this guy a pen and a piece of paper. What in the world did they want him to say? Okay. okay. We also have, at one point, we had the head of officiating getting off a party bus in Dallas with Jerry Jones. And they basically said they were there to discuss official league business. <laughs> sure. That's what, all the, that's what all the neon lights and young ladies were for. <laughs> They just got to submit the receipts, right? It's a business expense. Business expense. Oh, write that off. Mm-hmm. Oh, 100%. That yacht doesn't pay for itself. Next topic, Tom Brady is better when he's married. Yes. Isn't he still? I mean, they, technically, they, they, they are married. married, but there, there's marriage and then there's cohabitation and support. And Giselle, I think, has been on the outs for a while. More power to her. I think. Uh, More power to her. Hell yeah. I mean, she gets to they, date. she gets to date Pete Davidson. Hey. He's had a hell of a year. 
I hey, as long if there's a attractive single woman that becomes available, it is his apparently honor bound duty to go date her. I just the male ego is undefeated, and um, you know he they they made a decision together. At least that's what that's how they stanced it. And then forty forty days later, you're like, mm, never mind, I want to hang with the boys. Okay, so you think it's more that than forty five, as Charles said? Yes, I think it's more of his family situation. Really? Yes, I think. I, I'm surprised you that you're surprised by that. You gotta think I mean, about like what they, these what does he have to deal with? What? But is she at home taking care of stuff? Is she at home making sure that life runs smoothly for him and smoothly for the kids? No, he's never had to deal with this. He's never this? had to make sure the kids get off to school and have lunches and do it and pick them up. You got a permission slip. Gotta, he's never had to deal Doesn't with this that. Guy in his hire entire someone life. to do all that stuff. You can hire it, but it doesn't change the fact that your wife left you because you left her. You abandoned her in some sense. Ooh. This is the first time he's probably ever come home from, like, a hard game, and it's just an empty house. Or it's it's just the kids and the nanny. And the nanny. And they're probably already asleep. What are you going to talk about? He, 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 he spent so much time, especially uh, when he was with New England, talking about how important she was to his success. Like, she would go through so many, like, mental things with him. Like, there's a, there's a lot of witchcraft rumors as well, which I think is hilarious, but also awesome. But marriage means different things to each side. And I think these guys are propped up real right. well in all aspects of their life. And when something changes like this, I mean, uh, Shaquille O'Neal talks about it all the time. Like, he was he was um, not faithful to his wife, and he said it was absolutely devastating. And he said going home to, like, a th- how many thousand square foot empty house it's like I lost everything because I was just messing around and I, w- I was worried about me. It's the same thing. Same thing. This got deep. I love it. All right. Did the 49ers sell out for nothing? The Chiefs beat the brakes. They beat the brakes up. Yeah. Then. Well, it was close to the first half. Yeah, well, yeah was, that is true. And then Mikel Hardman, Hardman kept right. scoring touchdowns. Right. And Jimmy G got sacked for a safety that yep. he did not see coming. Alert. And the light was in short supply. You traded all the, you traded all those picks. Yes, they weren't like first round picks, but you traded all these picks for a running back, and it's like you you need a quarterback. I think they're gonna be fine. I think yeah, you get beat by the Chiefs, but they could What's have had happened everybody. What's happened to defense the last few weeks? That's true. Is Bosa still goodness. banged up? Uh, I he believe played so. the other day. I don't oh, know how hundred percent. You know, he's he played the other day. I don't know if here's he's, the well, problem with having two Bosas. Is I can never yeah, keep track. Exactly. It's like the Harbaugh's. I can never That's keep true. track. Well, they're, they're both on the defensive line trying to eat people alive. Right. So it's like, are they getting home? Are they pressuring quarterbacks? Are they disrupting timing? Well, that could. if you're staying on the field for two or three extra snaps, those are probably pretty important against opponents like the Chiefs. Right. I wouldn't be worried. I would just be like, all right, offense, Jimmy G, you take the, you take the shotgun pass, and you got... Uh, Debo on one side and Christian on the other, and they just run, slay, go straight down. I think the more and more McCaffrey becomes integrated into it, he's going to be actually really good. I think they're going to be excellent. And if anything, it takes the ball out of the the Lord Jimmy Garoppolo's hands, which apparently everybody is for. (laughs) I'm not. I'm a huge fan of the Lord. I'm a huge fan of the Lord. I don't think it's all his fault, but he's also not an elite quarterback. He's a managerial quarterback. He managed him pretty far. I I agree. I agree. agree. Defensively, again, they've given up. They gave up over 500 to Mahomes the week before they to Atlanta. I think they gave up a 400. I, it's one thing to say McCaffrey's going to make a difference, which I think he is, and what you're saying about Jimmy G being a manager. But if they defend like that, yeah. I don't know if they can be as good as they can be. If they, if they return to their defense that they were the first three weeks, I agree with you. I think they could, especially with what's happened to the Bucks and the Packers. I mean, the, the opportunity is there for them. I know the Eagles are really good. It's swung so quickly in the NFC, too, the, the power grabs. 
Like just, yeah, just because those we, teams that you listed off that have been historically at the top of the thing. They're all garbage this year. We asked uh, the Vikings a couple weeks ago, second best team to the Eagles in the NFC, and I don't think, did we say the Niners? Well, but I think the Niners were one of those others receiving votes. And after watching that, I'm like, okay, this may be one of those years where we think, oh, because the NFC has, oh, the NFC is actually good because they're all beating each other. And then they show up and either the Bills or the Chiefs boat race them in the Super Bowl. Seattle's had the most push this year in that division. Yeah, let Geno cook. Geno's an MVP yeah. candidate right yeah. now. Or comeback. Can he be comeback player of the year if he's just been a backup for so long? Uh, I think he can. Maybe. Yeah, I think, I think so. Be. Yeah, because I, I don't. The Rams, you don't even hear anything about them. It's so no. weird. They're Super Bowl champs. I'm like, are they still in the league? Right. So actually, that's uh, that. We'll jump a topic and then come back to the other ones. So the Jets won, the Giants won, the 49ers lost, the Chargers mm-hmm. lost. Give both of you. Give me the top two teams in both. Uh, in in Ooh. in both. Because I'm at this point, I'm just sort of well, like AFC, AFC and NFC. Yeah, AFC's easy. Yep, Buffalo. Okay, see. Yep. The NFC's not. Exactly. Because no. it's Philly and, and Minnesota. Then you, have, then you have a big pause. Uh, mm-hmm. Look it at you. No, 100%. 35. And, and, and they, exactly. And 35. they have the benefit of playing in a really, really soft division. Like, trust me, no, I no, am no, not wait. buying stock I, in them. I, 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 know, I say, give me I a confidence. Hurt. Give me a confidence. The way the Packers rating. are playing, you're absolutely right this yeah, year. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's just about can Kirk Cousins not go berserk? Can he not all of a sudden start throwing passes into the dirt five yards ahead? Can, can they make sure that Justin Jefferson is staying? Uh, in the mix along with Thielen, and can the running backs stay healthy? Like, can Dalvin Cook stay healthy? Like, Man. they 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 are running as You'd clean as anybody. Uh, it's they, gonna take a while for went, me to get to that point. No, because this is. I the, don't think I can get there with Kirk. I really don't. Like, it, I, I I I last team I really bought into was the Case Keenum team, and trust me, yes, I am insufferable in those points. Right. But I I can't get on board with him for some reason. Case Keenum seemed like just like. He's a guy's guy. He, well, he seemed like a nice. I see. I I was going with when I watched. I want to say I watched the uh, Hard Knocks with the Rams, and I was just like, oh, Case Keenum just seems like a n- lovable dork. He's going undercover like every two weeks in Buffalo in the team store and trying to sell his jerseys. Like people are looking at Josh Allen jerseys. Like, what about? Oh, what about that's 60 right. Or he, he is Mister Undercover. Yeah, he's he like, is Mister Undercover. What about eighteen? Like he seems that. like a good dude. I'm I like, like that. You know, he's he's a lovable is he character. Nice like Levy Smith. Okay, so that's my. I next love one. the beard. That's yeah. so we talked about this a little ass. bit yesterday because I made full game notes. Um, yeah. and um, one of my game notes was Lovey Smith seems nice. What, like, is he, it because it's Lovey? Well, it's just be, no, because he just he seems like the because example he took I used job at Illinois is, voluntarily <laughs> and then kicked, kicked all the problematic players off the team and then got fired because it was like, where's all the talented Lovey's guys? He's gotten the short end a lot, I think. But he, uh, no, it's, he seems like the guy that like, if you got, tr- if we got transported to a mystical place, he would be like the first guy you run into that goes, let me guide you. Right. He would for sure give very clear instructions. He would calm our, our anxieties if we were go- going through a wormhole. Why does another guy think of as your guy in Kansas city? Oh, Andy. Yeah. That's because he dresses like Santa Claus once yeah. a year. And if you go to like random, like Joe's barbecue places throughout Kansas City in the offseason. He will he will sometimes be with a notebook and a plate of ribs by <laughs> himself. Yeah. He's just like, not authoritarian. Like there's there's so few coaches that are like that 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 are real players coaches. Andy Reid's one of them. Yeah. There's not many of them. No. They're so dialed but, in. Because most of the time they don't make it because they don't get lucky with the Patrick Mahomes or or they don't have the system that he had in Philadelphia. He's been able to prove that you can win 
by being friends with your players as well. And just, I mean, from what I understand is he's also the guy that just will be like, yeah, you're probably not going to play, but I'll get you a paycheck. Yeah. Like, Hell like, yeah. He, Hell yeah. Who's your nicest guy? Is it KOC? KOC uh, seems really not. Yeah, the Kendall. The Kendall. I, th- I don't know. He seems he seems like he a seems player's really coach. Cool. Like I, when Justin Jefferson won like the Nickelodeon Player of the Week week one, KOC's like I'm gonna get slimed. Like where, this is a team, right? Game. And right. so yeah, he seems pretty. He seems pretty neat. San Diego State guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. God. KOC. Yeah. All right. Next topic. Jason Garrett. He seems pretty nice. Too nice. Yeah. A little he, too nice. Too actually. Nice. A little too nice. Well, actually, that's a good transition because think- he's now on in the booth. Yeah. And yes. my next question is. And I love when this happens. I was flipping or the Raiders game had ended. I flipped over to the Chiefs game and there was the State Farm commercial where Patrick Mahomes like practicing and the guy goes, uh, yeah, I never washed Patrick's practice jersey. And they give it to the little kid and the little kid smells it and then falls over like a piece <laughs> of wood. And the play by play guy comes back from the commercial. goes, Oh, that's a great commercial. I love that commercial. I just love I, it. I, I've never actually seen the guy, like, I'm supposed to be calling a game, but I'm more interested, and like, the, I'm not looking at my notes during the commercial break. Instead, I'm watching the commercial giggling. Who was that? I want to say it was Adam Amin, but I could have that wrong. I but like the, that, though. The, the, I like that. He's a, he's a man's man. The lo- he's, he's, you know, Robert Sala seems pretty uh, easy to play for. But maybe not like bring you close for hugs and stuff, but like I'll get the best out of you. Just trust me. All right. I'd I rather play that. for somebody like that, anyways. All right. Tough gonna, conversations are important. I'm going to give you guys the choice on the last topic. The, number one, Russell Wilson sandwich, or number two, did a Giants player lose a bleeping eye? Uh, I I don't want to see the eye. Um, it, it, it never ends. Daniel Bellinger. Hey, San Diego State guy. My God! It just never ends. Really it never ends. Come on! I don't know. I don't Come know on, you very well. That's Come why, on, thirty-five. Yeah. Yes, is that is that is that? When truth? I first got to this station, we used to get tweets and texts oh, yeah. all the time. Those like, well, you know that Ed Grady's yeah. got a San Diego you know, bias. Oh. He had already won oh, Nevada right. Sports Writer of the Year <laughs> multiple right. times. Your education doesn't count because you got to sit by a beach. Like, yeah, yeah exactly. Dumb. I remember the you know me friends. Oh, you would say it's like, yeah, right. Yeah. It's an old uh, narrative. D- like two cliche. decades ago. Get some, yeah, exactly. Get I've, something I've, new. I've written more about UNLV <laughs> yes. than I, including attending San, San Diego, Diego State. State. We'll take the sandwich. Okay. For $50. So, Russell Wilson's Danger Witch. Oh, is God. no longer on the subway menu amid r- relentless trolling. So every time Russell Wilson would play badly, people would post like pictures of him with this sandwich going, mm-hmm. sometimes you can eat a sandwich danger. It's the dangerous. <laughs> it was part of like Subway's special athlete collection. And people don't know if it finally went down because the internet used it as a totem. Oh, Danny has something Danny's to say. Here. Danny, Danny, good morning, Zoo. Danny, yeah, what's up, all right, man? Hold on, degenerate. I, I, according to Twitter and according to Subway's Twitter, they did not take it down because of backlash or being made fun of. They took it down because they have too many items on their menu. Oh, I don't believe has that. This that's ever like I, happened? That's like I don't believe autographs. Them, that, that, that they didn't want autographs from uh, 
Uh, oh, it happens wide. every year where a player gets a big time, you know, endorsement Sandwich? deal like Baker Mayfield with how many ads he's gotten. And obviously he's taken a little bit of a step back. I've, I've always wondered, is it kind of awkward when they're playing bad that they're on these commercials all the time? I'm sure that they hear about it. But this I mean, there's a different level of vitriol for Russell Wilson. It's because oh, he's sure. a dork. I know, but it's just like we've had people play really poorly after signing a big deal after a big trade and stuff before. But I don't know. There's something different about this one. I don't know if it's about being dorky, but he I think it was Marshawn and Marshawn Lynch and uh, Roger Sherman were on a podcast together. I think it was Roger Sherman's podcast. And Marshawn said that he tried calling him, but he got his handler. And he's like, I'm not going to I'm not going to talk to you if I have to go through someone to get a hold of you. He's a dork. Yeah, you have to get you have to go through someone. Oh, no. Oddly enough. Marshawn Lynch's beef mode yep. is still available on Subway's menu. Well, and the, another thing that I find interesting, how much he he's in the news lately. I mean, how many weeks ago was it that he was pulled over here for a DUI? Marshawn? Yeah. Uh, was that was in the that last was, month? Yeah. yeah. Last month? I think it was around the beginning of the season, yeah. like September time. What, was, what is in the danger sandwich? The, oh, gosh. I had this what pulled up. It? I want to... Uh, I don't know. I really wanted to try it though, but I I have a you're theory. Busy eating, you're too busy having the free shakes from Chick Fil A. He doesn't yeah, say let's ride anymore. I know on purpose. No. no, he's he's completely gone into a shell. I have a theory though. <laughs> I think he I think he doesn't want to do the commercials, but because he signed with Subway, he's forced to do them. So he's just making them as weird and awkward as possible. Yeah, that's okay. all your contractual obligation. You guys ready? Yes. Pepperoni, yes. salami, black forest ham, provolone cheese, and bacon on Italian herbs and cheese bread topped with lettuce, green peppers, tomatoes, banana peppers, and finished with yellow mustard and mayo. That sounds amazing. It actually sounds <laughs> really good. Five no, of them thank right you. Now. No. That's too much meat. Lose the I lettuce, no. and I actually would, I, that sounds delicious. I get turkey, turkey, cheese, lettuce, and tomato. bacon. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Get like three things. All right. We, we blew another track. out. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> nice. What? We got to give away tickets. Back after this. Everybody has to have an alter ego, right? And, and I've been thinking about what my alter ego would be. And I, I, I think I have an alter ego. We're back to the press box with Grady and Bischoff. His name, his name's Mr. 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 Unlimited. Yeah, you gotta be unlimited. You know, you gotta have a thought process of being unlimited. On ESPN Las Vegas. Browns. All right, call right now. 702-364-1100. Get in line. 702-364-1100 for Winnipeg Jets versus Vegas Golden Knights on the 30th. 702-364-1100. We need you to call right now. Short on time, Ryan Wallace is waiting. We'll get to him at about 9.45. All right. Uh, no, not so. All right, Lindsay. Lindsay yes. is Lindsay's going to read a tweet. I'm going to read, read one of her tweets. Yep. You're going to tell us what she's talking about yep. in hockey. What is she talking about? Guess you don't have to even really be right because no. we're short on time. This is what we call a creative process right here. So I'm going to read the tweet. That was from just a couple nights ago. Low blocker away one-timers before the goaltender sets their feet are a goldmine for any shooter that dares to deviate from looking to go bar down. What am I talking about? All right. Say it one more time, quickly. Low blocker away one-timers before the goaltender sets their feet are a goldmine for any shooter that dares to deviate from looking to go bar down. All what right. am I talking about? What is she talking about? Jared? Jared. Oh, oh doesn't Jared. Care. doesn't care. What about, Jared, uh, Matt. what about Matt? Matty, what is she talking about? Matt? 
Wow, this is Matt, going super well. Well, the goalie's moving. Oh. Can you start over, Matt? Oh, uh, yeah. Talking about a one-timer when the goalie's moving before he can set his feet, going back the other way across from him. That sounds pretty damn right it to sounds me. Sounds pretty right, Maddie. Sounds pretty Ooh. damn Good right. Good job, kid. Matt, for there bonus time, what? where should they be shooting? Uh, Usually up over the stick, right? Absolutely. Oh, Matt, Let's you're go. a runaway winner. You're a runaway winner, Matt. You win the tickets. You win the tickets. Golden Knights against Matt, uh, hold on the line. Against Winnipeg on the 30th. Matt came in strong. Look at that. He did. See, it yeah. went completely swimmingly. All of our Gosh, chaos see, and Jared, panic it didn't before. go crazy. He had, he had a much better answer than me when I said shoot at the goalie's face and hope they duck and it goes in. Sometimes that happens. Gosh. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes you flinch, but usually you get that worked out. Maddie came in strong. My coach used to have me run into the boards with my pads on just to prove that I wouldn't get hurt. He was like, just skate at the boards and then slam into them. Is this explaining a lot? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get diagnosed with any of the concussions on those particular plays. But, yeah, a few pucks to the face. Henrik Lundqvist would, like, move into it. He would, like, headbutt pucks. It was great back in the day. On purpose? On purpose. He would see him coming at that. Because if you if you flinch and, and you have your weight falling back a little bit, you have a higher likelihood that that, pop, that puck pops up and creates a bad rebound versus meeting it, forcing it, greeting it. And then it's going to rebound in front. Exactly. In then it's going to ramp. No, it's just going to deflect because you're going out and meeting it with force instead of meeting it with kindness. All right. How you about know? that? See, it went better than we thought, right? It well, went way well, better. It also helped that our phone randomly disconnects from people. So That's fine. the I feel bad for Jared. Well, yeah, Jared didn't hang on the line. Wrong. Jared with an A. Yeah. Jared. Jared. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I'm not bitter at all that people <laughs> in this building spell my name wrong. and it's Ed has L-I-N-D-S-A-Y all over this rundown. All no, over I, it. Yep. I do my best. <laughs> hey, it's, it's all right. It's E-Y. At, at, least they, <laughs> at least they pronounce your name right. True. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, wait. On the broadcast, he was Danny Smythe. Yeah. Oh, were you? It kind of yeah. looks like Smythe. Well, it, it, does, Smythe. it does look like I thought it was Smith. No. Oh. oh <laughs> Sorry, God. Danny. Oh, I thought it was Smith, too. Oh, Glad that everybody cares enough for paying on? attention to little details oh, no. that are personal. Oh, I have to email him about, attributes. like, once every, what, like, three hours? And every time I type in Danny and go, where's his email? This is why we need name tags. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, uh, put names in the helmet. I need, Classic. I need like one of the the phonetic spelling of my name. Yes, maybe that'll help. Yes, that'll help. Get that I in there so we know what Wrong it is. Wrong emphasis on the nah. incorrect syllable. Oh man, no is it Smythe? Yeah, it's Smythe. Well, you learn something every so day. Fancy. I really thought it was. <laughs> I did too. So I fancy. told people forever. Tea oh, Danny Smith. Danny Smythe. Oh, man. Oh man. It's all right. All right. You well, can, when I'll we come back, we'll be talking to people who don't get it right. Ryan Wallace. This isn't the Alex Ovechkin Power Hour. This is the VGK Update with Ryan Wallace. Follow him on Twitter at RyanHockeyGuy. I'm out. VGK Insider Show pre and post on Fox Sports LB at RyanHockeyGuy on Twitter. Uh, Bischoff's got a vasectomy. (laughs) (laughs) Way to bring him in. If you had to describe any Golden Knights player as the equivalent of a vasectomy, who would it be? That's what oh, well, yeah, I'm not doing that. Not a chance. Uh, well, what do you think of Phil Kessel? <laughs> Press box transition. Uh, we've all said it's really impressive because of the way hockey's played, and he never got the flu, and if he did get the flu, he played through it. Um, 
Uh, it's a pretty amazing number, right? I mean, given all the things that could happen and do happen, guys get hurt all the time. They're out all the time. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's astounding, really. Like, uh, you know, beyond just tonight, right? Like, Phil Kessel, it, all things considered, should be suiting up in his 990th consecutive NHL game. He'll set the uh, he'll break the record set by Keith Yandel last year um, at 989. I think that well, you know, obviously, a thousand games in a row is, is well within his reach. Obviously, um, it's it's unfathomable to me that that there's a player um, that any player has, has been able to suit up in that many consecutive games, given uh, this game, how quick it is, the, the rate of force that you play with and, and all the things that could go wrong, do go wrong. Um, and then you also factor in long playoff runs, right? With the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins, a couple of Stanley cups, like this is a guy who's played a ton of hockey um, and somehow is able to make every single game. He puts himself in good positions. He doesn't really get hit all that much. He doesn't go out and, and hit, he uses his smarts to kind of put him in really good and favorable positions, and it's a, a testament and, and something that's reflected in the fact that he's going to suit up and break that record tonight. Uh, someone that it's probably a little bit harder for them to put themselves into favorable favorable positions, Nick Hag, who missed a, a good chunk of camp due to contract negotiations. Seems to me that there's some skating improvement, uh, a little bit more comfortable in his body and his stride. Uh, what's your expectation for him, and how have you uh, uh, read his uh, time in the lineup so far? Yeah, so I, I feel like Nick's been kind of conservative in his approach over the first you know handful of games. Uh, you, you miss all of training camp. You just you want to go out there when you're in an NHL game and, and, and kind of go unnoticed. But to me, like Nick's not the player that you want to go unnoticed. You want him um, using his body, using his reach, using his physical skills in the defensive zone, and then you want him to kind of push play a little bit in the neutral zone into the offensive zone. Last night, to me, was Nick Haig's best game of the year because I don't feel like he was playing conservatively. and You saw that on the play that he makes in the neutral zone, recognizing that he's got numbers and he can, he can make something out of nothing with Toronto breaking down. And then the pass to Amadio was just phenomenal. So um, I think that you're going to get a better version of Nick Haig the, the, the next couple of weeks because I feel like he's finally comfortable within the system and he's, he's probably got his conditioning to the game conditioning that you need to be able to make impactful plays. Um, I think that he's been strong and steady, but I'm looking for a little bit more, and I think we got a taste of what that looks like last night. Is this the top six moving forward? I think it's the top six tonight for sure. I mean, the, the fact that you know Chandler Stevenson, Jack Eichel, and Mark Stone looked so, so good last night against the top two lines of the Toronto Maple Leafs it really dominated them at five-on-five. Um, carried the majority of play, all dangerous chances were in their favor. Like It was a strong outing for that line specifically. And I think that you have Jack Eichel, maybe for the first time in his career, playing with a player that's on his level from a speed perspective. Chandler Stevenson and Jack Eichel were making plays at top speed that other players simply cannot make when they slow the game down. So I'm real curious to see how long Bruce Cassidy sticks with this. But the rate of chances and how many quality looks the Golden Knights got from that top six last night, I think it stays the same tonight against uh, San Jose. Will Carrier was on fire last night. He was driving the net in Jack Eichel-esque style, or at least the way he's supposed to be. Who else needs to take this aspect of their game to another level? Because that low to high play is there most nights if you want to work for it. Yeah, I, I think that it's it's probably the, the same players that are on his line, right? Like probably want more of that from Nick Wah. You probably want more of that from Keegan Colasar. Like, take a page 
how to Will Carrier's book, drive the net hard and, and, you know, try to back some teams off with your speed. I think that you could also make the argument for Brett Howden, right? Like, that's a player that has speed. He's got wheels. He can, he can beat you to the outside, drive it to the net, big body. Um, so I would look specifically to the bottom six of the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world if you got that from the misfit line, but that's not really their bread and butter, right? Like, they're, they're not going to be uh, the line that drives the net that way. Uh, but, you know, kind of counterpoint to Will Carrier is you're driving the net, you're making those plays. You have to have numbers there so that you can you can put back one of those rebounds or you've got to find some finish because Will Carrier last night probably should have had a couple of goals for all the – all the good he was doing, you just you got to find a way to bury some of those chances. When's it going to be to where instead of small sample size, people are going to start saying maybe Logan Thompson's just really good? Yeah, probably. Um, I mean, I would I would make the argument sooner than later, but I like goaltending is is so is so hard to read at times because you could have hot stretches and then you could have stretches where just nothing seems to be going right for you. By and large, Logan Thompson's been really, really good. He is a battler. Like, there are, there are going to be aspects of his game, like you saw last night, where until the puck goes in, he's going to continue to move around, he's going to continue to, to fight and try to find the puck and contort his body in any way that he can that he thinks can help him make a save. Some teams, when you see them again, will use that maybe to their advantage. So the, the, the question for me isn't so much a, a number of games. It's can Logan be as impactful as he's been when he sees teams for the second or third time? Like if Logan plays two or three games this year against Calgary, is he as impactful and as effective the second and third time as he was the first time? Or are some of those teams starting to figure out his tendency? It's less to do with the number of games and more to do with the repeated effort of being good against teams he's going to see more often. So when I'm not watching hockey, Ryan, I've been watching this Netflix series called Wild Croc Territory, where this guy goes in and relocates crocodiles in northern Australia. Which Golden Knights players, if you had to have a team on hand, a team of three, would you have to wrangle a crocodile? (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's going to be Braden McNabb, number one. I I feel like that one's uh, a no-brainer. I don't want anything bad to happen to Jack Eichel, but he's strong. So I'll go with Jack Eichel. So Jack Eichel, Braden McNabb, um, and then like Phil Kessel, right? We would test the theory of can Phil Kessel play through anything? Um, (laughs) (laughs) I think he's indestructible and there's no better way to prove that against the crocodile. I don't know how you even follow that. Should we talk about Bischoff's vasectomy? Uh, well, I mean, either that or Halloween. Daddy, Danny sent me the best line about uh, hockey players and vasectomies. And uh, okay, he's do it. Don't be embarrassed, do Danny. This is the morning zoo. Let's well, go. We're going well, crazy we asked, today. So we asked, what player is the equivalent to a vasectomy? And I said uh-huh. it's got to be a goalie because their whole job is to make sure that shots don't get scored. Oh, right. bada bomb, boy. All right, let me get back to it. Let me get back to it. The disappointment in Lindsay's face. It's like, oh, they'll pull the goalie joke, huh? Bring it out, bring him out. We've asked this after they've beaten the good teams. Uh, And I guess if you watched the first period last night, you might not think that was a good team. Uh, But uh, right now, really, really too early to tell, but why not? Are they a Stanley Cup contender or are they just a playoff contender? Yeah, I, I mean, I think right now they're playing like a playoff team. Um, Stanley Cup contender, that is going to wait. Like, to me, 
the Golden Knights this year are going to, to be defined by how quickly they pick up on what Bruce Cassidy is trying to teach them. And early returns would suggest that they aren't losing because of the same reasons, right? Like against Colorado, their puck management was not where it needed to be. They lost the special teams battle. What ends up happening? They correct those things going into Toronto against a team that, that in the Leafs that plays a similar way to Colorado. So they're learning from their mistakes. They're learning from their losses. It's about growth this year for the Golden Knights. They need to be better at the midway point than they were to start the year. They need to grow into their game. And I don't think we're going to be able to like legitimately say one way or another if they're Stanley Cup contenders until we see where this team is at the end of the year. If they are light years ahead of where they are right now, then I think that you can start to talk yourself into this team being a legitimate threat for the Stanley Cup. But there's a lot of hockey to be played between now and then. All right, we're going to ask for an update when you come on next week, but i got to ask, what are the children dressing up for as Halloween? Ooh. For Halloween. So, uh, Charlotte will be the, the Phantom of the Opera. Oh, um, nice. And That's a good golf will be a Stormtrooper. So, nice. uh, right. costumes are, are already here oh, and yeah. ready to go. They're ironed and oh, pressed, ready, yeah. so... Uh, we, we we do Halloween yeah. right here. Yeah, by the 25th, those things are laid out and ready to go, man. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I mean, if 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 it were if it were up to Scott, like he would be a stormtrooper every day. We <laughs> want to get the, we want to get the costume to Halloween, and then from there, I'm pretty sure he's going to be a stormtrooper every single day of November. <laughs> okay. Quick quick follow up. Are you going to make him wear jackets? No. No. I mean, what is this Buffalo? Good parenting. Good parenting. I don't know. That's I was in Pahrump last night. It was pretty chilly. It was like in the 50s. Yeah, it's not too bad. Yeah, it's not <laughs> too bad, Danny Smith. You're fine. Listen to on uh, the radio host for VGK Insider Show, pre and post on Fox Sports. Follow me on Twitter at Ryan Hockey Guy. Thanks for bearing with us today. We appreciate it. <laughs> oh, it was great, guys. Thank you. Take care. There he is. Ryan Hockey Guy, Ryan Wallace. He, he had was to bear the vasectomy lead that threw, yeah, threw us all off I felt a little bad. bit. I felt bad. It's all good. I got to laugh. What's your Halloween costume, Ed? Uh, keeping my bulldog from attacking people. So I'll be, I'll be holding the bulldog back, yes. Yeah. We don't want the children uh, being too scared. Do you leave the bull outside and just say, take one and hope for the best? Oh, no. We like we like the knock on the door. Yeah. No, we, like, we like the knock. We, we debate over the candy, though, because she wants to go to, like, I don't know, a dollar store and, you know, yeah. get the other stuff. I, I'm like, hey, let's get the big Snickers for these kids. Oh, we can afford yeah. it. I want the real stuff. You get the king, king size. size. I want the king yeah. size. I want the king size. Oh, man. Oh, we got to come treat the in your We used to into the rich kid neighborhoods just to the, go. To get the oh, king absolutely. size. Absolutely. Absolutely. Until yep. we found out there was a dentist on the block and then you're a little annoyed. <laughs> no, it's great business for them. Oh, 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 yeah. oh America. That's right. We're going to sell you the sludge. It's like, go to break. Why not? <laughs> Vasectomy's a medical procedure, one that makes you half a man. You're half a man. Remember when you twisted up your garden hose? Well, essentially, that is the plan. That is the plan. Well, I'm starting to get the picture, but how's it done? You make a small incision in the scroll. Yeah, we're probably going to go ahead and not go through the full procedure. Where is this from? This is from Family Guy. Family Guy. <laughs> Look at Danny. Danny Smith is uh, laughing like crazy. I've ne- He's I've laughing watched... to keep from crying. He's nervous. I've watched <laughs> yeah, Family exactly. Guy before. I've never heard that song, but that is absolutely amazing. Well, it's in your future. What are you going to say? It ain't in my future. <laughs> uh, we'll see. Uh, 
they always say that. Jared. I commend Tyler for doing what he's doing. I really do. I mean, doing what he's doing. I've had texts. It's done. Well, I know, <laughs> but like it's a it's a it's a big decision and one it's, that it's reversible, obviously. But uh, you know, the onus has mostly been on women to be to be in control of uh, birth and everything else, and so this is a quicker, easier, less invasive for us. So I commend him. It also there's so many fewer risks for like oh, the health of the 100%. person afterwards. Hundred percent. Mm-hmm. He'll be back tomorrow. He's texting already. Yeah, I and mean, he's, he's probably know. doing squats. I don't think I he don't did squats think, before. Well, maybe he's a whole new man. You never know. <laughs> All this energy bursting everywhere. All right, so All right, l- Danny. L- let me go ahead and hit this. <laughs> Transition. There you go. All right, Danny Smith, you're up. Yes. Uh, we've asked this question uh, earlier today. Uh, because you know about the autograph seekers of the referees who they say did not seek autographs. Uh, now, as you told us, supposedly one of the referees was asking for his phone number to give unto a golf pro to give him lessons. They both went to Texas A&M. Sure. It's kind of a too-involved story to where I'm already starting to believe that because it's almost impossible to make up. Yeah, I mean, that, if, that if they weird... did make it up, I mean, I'm going to give a golf clap to the referee for making <laughs> that story up. Uh, but we asked, living or not, if you could get an autograph and or selfie from anyone in history, but you'd risk your job because you are part of the media. Right. You'd risk your job now. Well, it doesn't mean you would be fired. I it would means only, there's a chance. I would only risk my job if it was for an athlete, right? Well, no. I mean, or would it I be mean, for there's anybody? Certain, there's certain figures that uh, if you were seen with. Yeah, I guess so. I, 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 I mean, if you, if you randomly came out and went, Mark's. There might be some political fallout. Yeah, bring up Adam Smith, your family, right? Who? Oh, okay. All right. So is there... All right. <laughs> that just died on the vine. Press box transition. Um, who, who would it be? Uh, I don't know. I'm... Yeah, I, I don't really know. I'm not much of an autograph person. Um... I don't think I'd ask for one. Well, like you're 11. killing the bit. There's yeah. got to be someone selfie? in history. Yeah, he said be, Ernest Hemingway earlier. Yeah, yeah, Ernest it could be a selfie. It could be just like a moment, but you, everyone sees it and goes, And it's on Twitter. Just There's like Danny with work. that guy. Yeah, there's Danny Smith with that guy, and then we're going to put it on Twitter because just like they did the, uh, it was the, uh, you know who it was? It was a Panthers beat writer who yeah. who videotaped it and then put it out on Twitter right away. So if there was a Panthers beat writer around you and... <laughs> He's I would say, everything you do. I would say I would get a selfie with the person who first created the Reuben sandwich because that is my favorite sandwich. <laughs> and that, that would be a fallout. Okay. The fallout on that would be massive. And uh, back, a little backstory, though, also. Uh, one of my nicknames from, like, 2013 until probably, like, two years ago was Danny Sandwiches. Because I had a job where I would work like 12 to 14 hours a day for six days a week. And I would just bring a loaf of bread and two pounds of lunch meat and just make sandwiches all day. I would I eat like three or four sandwiches. You're a sandwich guy. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so I'm going to tell guy. you um, Ruben Kolofsky, a local grocer, wanted to feed a group of late night poker players in 1920. I love uh, playing poker too. Your people, yeah. Feeding degenerates since the dawning of time. Yeah, it was, it I, was invented it was in Omaha. 
I've and never been to Charles Omaha. Schimmel, one of the poker players and the hotel's owner, liked it so much he put it on the menu of the Plush House, the hotel restaurant. Wow. All right, I need to go to the Plush House. Yeah. Well, I'm, well they, is that they still probably around? still have a. Well, I would assume it is. That's next level thinking they'll bring your own bread and stuff. I used to do that because I'm just like, I make it my way. This is the only way it should be. So I'm going to bring the whole loaf, whole bag of chips, and peanut butter and jelly. First time I ever saw that was when I was playing football, living on the East Coast, and uh, the upperclassmen would do that during our four days hell week. Yep. And they would bring a loaf of bread, a jar of peanut butter, and a jar of jelly and just eat sandwiches all day. Mm-hmm. Keep those calories PB&J. up. PB&J. Yeah. What's your favorite sandwich other than Reuben? Um, You're a sandwich guy. Oh, yeah. Uh, probably, probably like your standard turkey with lettuce, tomato, and mayo. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say basically um, bacon with mayo. That's it on wheat bread. Yeah. Mayo and bacon. You, you let off the L and the T. Yeah, don't need the L and the T. Although I did when right. when I was in South Bend this past weekend, I had a Capri chicken salad or chicken sandwich. That was spot on. In South Bend, Indiana. It was in well, it was in Michigan City where we were staying. But. Michigan, all the weird cities out there. Michigan the states City. I was the in Goshen. Cities are the cities in the wrong states. Yeah, Michigan City, Indiana. It's right on the water of was that Lake, Lake Michigan or Lake Erie? I yeah, don't know. or Michigan depends on what part of the state you're That's in. That's how hard it is to get into uh, South Bend on game week. You can't even get the team in there. Yeah, those was... places are filled up years in advance for that team. Really? Oh, I looked at some of the the. Uh, Prices? Woo. Forget about that. Thousand bucks a night. Thousand bucks a night. Oh. Not to there, but it was closer to that than you would want it to be. Oh. I mean, it was a lot. And they they literally 10 10 months out there filling this thing up. Yeah. And it was homecoming, so it was a big game. Feel better, Bischoff. Talk to you tomorrow. Good luck.